All right, guys, welcome back to Artsy Farsi Immigrants. It's episode 76, and I think it's pretty crazy how close we're actually getting to episode 100. And finally, for the first time in forever, I'm back to sitting across from Moritz Batscheider. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. And I just realized, should I put up some form of light because it's getting pretty dark in here? Maybe. Is that light switch right there next to you work there? Yeah, I can... It's a nice romantic... Uh, ooh, there we go. Yes, sir. I was going to say, it's getting nice and romantic in here. It's going to turn into a very different kind of podcast. <laughs> We are sitting um, in my living room. We haven't done that in a very long time. Has it been... Um, well, yeah, I've been gone. It's been a two-week hiatus for me. Yeah. Which Before is that, we've been in the studio, I guess. Yeah, that was the last one, Georgie Fisher. It seems like it. I yeah. think so, yeah. That's crazy, man. It went by so fast because I was only... like Technically, I was only gone for eight days, but that little window was just so crowded with stuff before and and of course during and then like just after that we had to have like a two week break from like the normal show so no um how did you feel about like the well, i know that there was like one episode where i gave like a little insight into you know what an average life in new orleans is like with a family <laughs> there that was pretty sweet that was kind of cool man and I know that, and so like, how was it? And it for was you? nice to to hear um, Meta like the, Jenna, like the real life vibes. Yeah, because I've I don't know when have have I seen him the last time at your wedding, I guess. Yeah, it means which it was is already three years. Three years ago. Yeah, three years this month actually. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. But it, yeah, I really, I'm really glad that that one worked out the way it did because I wasn't really sure if there was if it was too like noisy or too cluttered or too long or something but i think having this like almost 20 minute just audio like what do you guys say horspiel mm-hmm. oh, like a whore spiel. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the um it's like an audio play right yeah like audio is book, that the, or... the term in english there might be a term called audio play but, but... For, but, but for that exact thing horspiel. <sighs> I, I don't know if i would say like it's not an audio book, an audio, I don't know, audio, audio story, audio adventure. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I think it's just like an audio experience. <laughs> okay. But, but like the translating literally from, from like, like a hearing play, I would yeah. think like sort of like an audio. But it seems like there's not such, audio a, such a, such a huge market in the US for that if you don't have a, a term for it. But there, it might just because be something Germany, else. Because are, are, are are a thing are definitely a thing oh yeah you guys have the three question marks right for example yeah but what do you call that again in German? Drei Fragezeichen. the three is actually called the three question marks yeah ah that's right that's right can you explain to someone like my mom what the three question marks actually is because i mean everyone i know here is obsessed with it they've known it since they were kids um yeah but i wanted to ask you first is there an american original to it i don't think so Okay, because it plays uh, uh, in America. Does it really? I know there's like there's like the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys was two brothers who solved like innocent sort of like Scooby Doo esque crimes. Okay, and then there was um, Harriet the Spy, which was like a Nickelodeon girl who had movies. Okay, but the three question marks I never heard of until I came to Germany. Okay, but you you have that often like with with literature or 
Hör, Hörspiele that, that play or even movies from Germany that play in the US but don't have an American original. But the three question marks is, yeah, kind of the, the, what you call the Hardy Boys. It's three boys um, and the twist is, or why so many people are probably obsessed with it, are that the, 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 like the cases they solve often in the beginning. So in most cases, there's a happy end, and it's obviously like written and performed as the, the audio play version for kids. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these cases sound pretty drastic and evil. Is that, in the but first isn't that place. like a common thing with, with German stories for kids that they're kind of dark? Like the folklore and stuff for kids in Germany <laughs> the folk, is super the folklore, twisted. The folklore is, is, is super dark. It's twisted, man. Um, it's like all the kids always die or get maimed yeah. or something. Yeah. And, and then this Disney came and made them more. <laughs> Disney came and was like happy ending for everybody. <laughs> no one is 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 eating nobody here. <laughs> no, dude. What's the, what's the worst? Uh, what's the worst German folklore story you heard as a child? Um, or like the harshest? There are a lot of, but I guess one that really, yeah, that was really bad was, like there's. Like there's one Max and Moritz. Okay. Um it's called actually called Max and Moritz and they they're like, yeah. They're like two boys that that play tricks to everyone in town and just like and there's always uh, I don't know a, a granny or someone older that um gets mad gets 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 mad at them and um it's so a pretty pretty innocent in a way but he <laughs> gets for for the, the 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 stuff they do for like I'm not sure if I remember this right, but there's one story where they steal like um like chicken from a stove, but they do it with a with a from a stove like from an oven yeah ah oh. but like a like an old one an open one with a with a um what do you call it kamin in Germany. An open like the door is open of the oven. No, the, the no, 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 no. The oven, the oven has an like a pipe to the to the rooftop. Where oh, the, like for the smoke. Yeah. What do you call it? Like a chimney. Yeah. Yeah. Chimney. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, they they get on the roof mm -hmm. and steal it by letting down uh, like a fisher's uh, like a fishing line. A fishing line. Oh. And steal the chicken <laughs> and pull it stuff. up through the chimney. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That's super funny. But um, for stories like that, they they get um, they get punished pretty evil. And I, as far as I remember, in that story, <laughs> they are getting fried in the end <laughs> in the oven. They they fall. They get pushed in, or they fall in, or something. Something like that. Yeah. That's horrible. And there's one that was pretty evil. That that is meant for for little children that. I don't know. Don't want, don't want to take care of their of how they look, etc. It's called Struvelpeter, and it's about this kid. Say, say it slower. Struvelpeter. Struvelpeter. Okay. And it's about this 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 <laughs> this, this this young boy who is like yeah, he's a lackaffe. No, no, but he's like he, he's like I don't know. He has like in this in this these images he has like I don't know several centimeter long fingernails and I would say hair like me, so pretty. <laughs> Um, kind of wavy and yeah like... exactly and he also gets punished pretty evil for that he doesn't look how a young boy should look as far as i remember for his fingernails being too long they cut off his fingers 
Because his fingernails were too long, they chopped the actual fingers off. Yeah. That's so twisted, man. Like, I don't understand how, <laughs> I don't understand how, like, every kid in Germany doesn't grow up with this extreme anxiety. I mean, you have, I mean, especially in the South, you have Klausentag, you have the, yeah. you have the Klausentag. We talked about like, that. Yeah, we had a whole special about that, and it just terrorizes, no. terrorizes these kids. And then you have the folklore. I think the only one that really, there might be more, but the only one that really, like, translated over to us, I think, was, like, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, basically all of the all of the 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 the, the fairy tales that that Disney picked up, like also Cinderella is a is a is a is that's a German, German story. story. What? Um, I didn't know that. Snow White. That's also a German folk folklore. Yeah, like the the Gebrüder Grimm. I got I got that. The Brothers Grimm. That's yeah. that's German. I should have German probably known Austrian, that. But it's it's German. It's written in German language anyway. I should have probably known that one. I didn't yeah. know that. So that's that's the only connection. Like all the stuff Disney picked up. Like all these fairy wow. tales. Wow. I mean, the only Brothers Grimm, it's, it's sad. I mean, I knew later that there were books. I've still never read them, but the only Brothers Grimm thing I knew for most of my life was that Matt Damon movie. I think it's Matt Damon and uh, I want to say Orlando Bloom, but I'm probably wrong. What movie? The, it's called The Brothers Grimm. But I think it, it was from like early 2000s, maybe like 2005 or something i'm not sure but I, i'm pretty positive it was matt damon and somebody else i just checked to be sure they are actually german it is german because i already see my mom getting pretty mad at me for for, for really <laughs> messing up those those horrible stories that uh <laughs> kids are told and also not knowing where the brothers grim are from but they are actually german can you google really quick the movie the brothers grim movie and see who this other actor is that's killing me Matt Damon and let's see countdown. Let me check. Brothers Grimm. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Oh, what a what a uh, what Heath a cast! Ledger. Heath Ledger, Monica Bellucci, Matt Damon, and Monica Lena Bell Lena Headey. Wow, wow! I, I remember that movie, I but seen I don't. That. I don't. I know nothing about this movie. I think it was around the same time that Hugh Jackman was doing like Van Helsing. You know, like, I think after Lord of the Rings, like, and Harry Potter had just opened up the world to fantasy, movie-wise, you know? It's from 2015, I just checked the Brothers Grimm movie, so it's not that old. 2015? Yeah. That can't be true. That can't be... Now, when died... No, 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 no. Uh, Heath Ledger died before. Heath Ledger mm -hmm. died in 08. Oh, t oh, 05, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, five. Oh, 05. I was like, there's no way, because Dark Knight was I just, I just saw a video of a trailer here that was from, from, from 15. Oh, okay. But okay. originally released in the US, oh, 05. I was like, no <laughs> way, dude. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a pretty all-star cast. But I remember, like, early 2000s, Lord of the Rings bust out in, like, oh, 01. I think, I think Fellowship was oh, 01, which is insane to have that 20 years ago that's crazy to me now because elijah wood doesn't really age mm -hmm. but oh one was that harry potter was also oh one or oh two something like that the first film so around from like from like 2000 to 2000 probably seven was like everyone trying to you know glob onto the fantasy because it was making so much money yeah so then they had like hugh jackman's van helsing they had um yeah brothers Grimm, and they had i'm wondering Oh, you know what they had? They had Tim Burton's uh, Alice in Wonderland, also like two thousand six or seven. Okay, was uh, was that one? So they were all trying to like get into this fantasy money. Yeah, there were also there was a lot of stuff. Also, the like the what was it called Narnia. This whole Chronicles story. of Narnia. They also did that around that time, as far as I remember. 
Was Chronicles of Narnia also a German thing? No, I don't think so. No, maybe because it, ha- it has a happy ending. And uh, <laughs> we talked about it before. Inkheart. Inkheart, yeah, right, right. Um, a lot of stuff like that, yeah. What's the, 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 the time for that? Maybe you should add the Brothers Grimm to your movie list that you'll never watch. <laughs> we really we should start doing this movie thing man it's crazy we could start with the first first one tonight since we're already in my living room <laughs> yeah we what was that was the first one parasite or was no it was old boy it was old boy i've seen parasite it was old boy that's right um yes but um since you mentioned before um that you gave gave us this little audio play about right. how regular american life is um well how regular new orleans life yeah, is but, america i'm not sure but and it was pretty sweet but i want to ask once again what was how was it for you like Dude. it must have been pretty crazy i really i really needed that it was like uh it was like when you're sitting on the edge of a river on like a mid-august day and there's no shade and you're simmering in the sun, and you're sweating profusely, and you're like, your head hurts from the heat, it's so hot, and then you decide finally it's time to go jump into that cold, fresh, revitalizing river, and you get that like, and your, your heart, your heart pace, your heart rate increases, and your fingers get kind of cold, and you go under and your ears are kind of numb and your face gets red and you're like, oh, that felt so good. And you feel like kind of awake again. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and sit in the sun and you feel like completely back to normal. You just feel like you're cool, like you're so cool that the sun is, it needs to warm you up again. Nice. It was like that. It was really like that. I needed that so bad, you know? I believe that. My mom even wrote me a few days ago and she was like, did you get this feeling that you wanted from it? You know, because mm-hmm. she, she knew that I really... I I had basically described it to her in so many words, like I need this, I need to see home and like go home. And then she's like, "Did you did you get that feeling?" And I was like, "Absolutely," you know, because it had been over two years since I had been since I had stepped foot in America. Not even like going to New Orleans or no. seeing all my friends, but just being in America had been over two years. And it was like I can't believe it had been that long. The pandemic had held everything back, and although during the pandemic i had been so lucky because one i mean i I don't know where there's any wood uh, knock on wood i never got covid and then also i had new jobs like you know the our podcast has been doing slowly better every year and ego fm gave me a new job and and you had this new album you were here in a in a in a part of Europe where where covid never hit and I don't want to want to play down anything that that happened in, in Germany here but, did but it wasn't hit, as hit, bad here as other as places as bad as and, and I got to say at times during last year I wouldn't have wanted to be in the US mhm mhm like within within like pre vaccination it was horrible there yeah it was crazy nobody took it seriously no I mean, of course, the thing about America is like for every person that doesn't do something right, there's always another person that does do it right. That's why it's such a humongous country, you know, so it's hard to generalize. But like 
a lot of people didn't take it seriously or they made it political or they made it a conspiracy and it became such a twisted landscape with like there was like president trump and there was black lives matter and then there was the pandemic and it was like america is on fire yeah and this is in, yeah. and there actually was california fires you know it's like this place is blowing up how lucky am i to be here where there's just far less of that sort of intense you know, life-changing controversy and, and, and death threats and fear and paranoia. And then, and then the vaccinations came. And that's when I think the EU kind of screwed up because they were, you know, yeah. I mean, you know this, you're a journalist, but like debating about the costs and the efficiency and from where and manufacturing and stuff. And America was like, how much? I'll take it. I'll take two, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and they just decked out, you know, they just, whatever, they dealt out all these, uh, vaccinations and dude it was so crazy i mean you know i saw how they handled it firsthand because on the before the flight back to germany i went to a cvs in new orleans to take a test even though i am vaccinated you have to have tests to fly so i went there to get a test and next to the test center was just a, a nurse with a mask and a shield sitting at a little like fold out table that you put sandwiches mm-hmm. on at a barbecue yeah. was sitting there like resting her he- head on her elbow and like looking at her phone just waiting for people to come up and get vaccinated and mm-hmm. i i sat there cuz i had to wait maybe 20 minutes for this other test person to finish and i was sitting there and this i don't know like 21 year old dude just like walks in the door and he's like uh, is this where i get vaccinations and she was like, yeah, right over here. And he was like, do I have to like make an appointment or is it good? And she was like, no, you can just come and get it. He's like, all right, sweet. And he sits down and he rolls his shirt up and he's just looking at his, he's just looking at his phone and she just pulls it up and he goes like, squirt. And then he's got it. And he's like, is that it? And she's like, that's all. And he's like, cool. Thanks. See you later. And just strolls out and flip flops and like cargo shorts or whatever. Cause Johnson Johnson's just one shot, you know? And they don't, they don't at least write it down somewhere or anything. I mean, maybe they <laughs> took a picture of his ID or something, okay, but it, okay. I mean, the whole thing was like five minutes. And when I got my but vaccine in Germany, it was so crazy because, because I got vaccinated the first time, um, the week before last week and part one, part one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I think we didn't even talk about that or did we? I'm not sure. You weren't there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I missed everything. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, man. That's great. And for me and for so many people, I know, like, especially, I would say around my age, probably up until your age, like everyone between, I would say, 18 and between 35. 18 and like 35, yeah. Um, like for m- most people, it and weirdly, it really is something special to... To get um, at, at, firsthandly to get an appointment, right? You're like your priority like, group. I had has so to many switch. people around me that were super hyped. Like, yeah, finally, I get an appointment to get my first vaccination. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I um, felt. And I and I, f- f- uh, for me, it, it it happened pretty spontaneously because I. How did your priority group uh, change, or did it just open up more? I, I was a higher priority because of my job, and I already had right. an appointment in May. Which I couldn't attend because I was sick, not not COVID. I think we talked about that uh, because you had this, you had this, uh, yeah, this yeah, kind this of other weird infect. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I couldn't attend that that appointment. And after that, at the vaccination center in Munich, the big one, they didn't have any more appointments because they didn't have um, like they ran out of vaccinations. Yeah, right? they didn't have vaccinations anymore. And which is wild. Then it happened pretty <laughs> spontaneously over a connection that they offered me. 
an appointment. Like, I got a call at 11 in the morning, and they were like, hey, we spontaneously kind of got a lot of vaccinations, mm-hmm. and now a few people cannot attend their appointments. Yeah. Could you be here in three hours? Then you could get your first shot, and you'll get the second one here as well six weeks after. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check that with work, but I'll be there. So Yeah, <laughs> um, that's awesome. And like for like for for two months now, all of the time I was ready to be wherever I would say in a circle of around probably Munich and fifty kilometers around to be there at any given moment um, within forty five minutes with all the documents and heat and everything. You had, I just, you had I just, everything with you. I just was ready all of the time, <laughs> dude. And you know that fe- that feeling when you finally get the date and you have everything like planned out with you know however you, you know like okay where am I going to be coming from on this day? What train do I need to take? How long does it take? Should should I walk? Is it difficult to get to? Should I take a cab no. or whatever? And then like getting there and seeing this huge vaccination warehouse. It's like an airport hangar. But yeah, have you never been to, the, to to this area? Because it's the it's the Munich Convention Center. Well, it's, I and it is pretty huge. It's, it's humongous. Like four dude. or six of these hangars. The only what's the um, I know this sounds dumb, but what's the that big that final U-Bahn stop that's like the convention center? It's called the Messe Messestadt. It's like the Messe. Yeah, but there's also this R. I think it starts with an R. There's like this. You know, you get out to the stop and you can walk one one way mm-hmm. to this big convention center and the other way is like the shopping area. What's, uh, there's all these big... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You get yeah, out. I've seen it. You get out, you're under a thing. There's a big yeah. staircase to your right that leads to like a shopping center. It's like the Riesel or the Razzle or the Ruddle or the... Riem. 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 That's it. The Riemakaten. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. So there's like the Riemakaten there and then the left is that big convention center. And the only time I've ever been in that area except for my vaccination was in 2000... I want to say 2019, but it's probably 2018. Whenever I switched over to this new booking guy, probably 2019, um, it was really cold. It must have been like a January or something. And I got a gig in the convention center at like a very small whiskey tasting room. I remember that because yeah? for a for for a moment, it wasn't clear if, if you would play that solo or, or we would play with the band. Yeah, Right, right. And then finally, it, it worked itself out. And dude, I remember getting out of the U-Bahn looking forever like where's the right way to go i'm not sure i had never been to that area before just taking a risk walking down this one way and no. like dude getting inside of this place getting the booking guy to call the lady to let her know i was there she met me at the front door and then walking me through what is like you know 45 costcos <laughs> like 45 texas costcos combined with like three ikeas what's a costco a costco is like my mom is probably laughing right now. <laughs> a Costco is a very big and popular shop in America, which is where you buy everything in bulk. So you have like a membership card. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And you go, like, let's say you, you want to go, you could go to a shop and get like toilet paper and, and mayonnaise and, and milk and, yeah. and candy or whatever, but which is a funny combination of things. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper, mayonnaise, milk, yeah. and candy. <laughs> but instead you can go, you can say like, but I want to go to Costco and get like bulk items, like huge amounts of it. Yeah, so you we can, have that in Germany as well. Yeah? Yeah, like, or, or, yeah, but it's like several, it's, it's, 
it's like more a special interest thing and you regularly okay. don't get only get these cards if you have a business and oh, it's like yeah. where, where restaurants etc shop I had a card for there when I worked at this uh, Swab Lest yeah. Munich. That's right. By the way, there's one uh-huh. um, in Munich, which a guy in Rome, an Italian guy in Rome told me that you get the best Italian food if you want to like shop Italian groceries in Germany. Mm-hmm. And they have like two huge shops, one next to Dresden, one here, I think in the north of Munich. Okay. And it's like the same thing. With Italian groceries and food. Just a huge warehouse huge, of great stuff. And, and this guy in Rome told me, ah, you live in Munich. Nice you do, because then you can go there. But I haven't made it yet. I guess our, you know what it's our common friend Sebastian has been there, he told me. And it was great. It's called Spina. Yeah. Uh. S-P-I-N-A. S-P-I-N-A. And as far as I've heard, I, I didn't make it yet. We, we should go there and shop some nice, should. Some nice Italian food. Um, but it's... It should be great. Yeah, but I know I know what you mean. That's a Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a huge place of bulk items. And uh, they, they, yeah, so I met the lady at the front and then she just walked me through this windy, curvy path. And at some point, like, I kept cracking jokes about how long it was taking. No. And then at some point, I got kind of nervous that I wouldn't find my way out because it got, it got to being like a 15, 18, 20 minute walk inside of a building no. to get to a room where I was going to set up with this little acoustic crap and like play in a corner. But they did give me nice whiskey glasses. And in the end, I did get lost and eventually did find my way out. <laughs> so like instead of playing like a one hour gig in a, in a room, it was like three hours of like just walking to no. get everywhere I was supposed to go. But yeah, I had been to that area just for that concert but otherwise, I still got lost on the way to the vaccination. I still wasn't yeah, sure where it was. But it's, it's huge. I've it's been there enormous. like two or three times for the ISPO, it's called. And it's the world's biggest like sports and outdoor hobbies. Like, like, like an expo of all this. Like an expo of, of all these yeah, action sports and outdoor activities and like... Um, I first saw these ridiculous stand-up paddling boards there before they were a thing on the market. <laughs> They're so right. popular now. And the things, why I went there, <laughs> like I went there one time for, for M94.5 and two other times with a good friend of mine who is now a coach and used to be a, like a, a, a freestyle skier. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had appointments there with all of his, his sponsors, like the, the one where he got his, his clothes from or his helmet, his skis, whatever. You had to go to the convention center yeah, to do that. To to meet them because a lot of these people only come to Germany for that convention one time a year, etc. That makes sense. And so they they meet their athletes from there, etc. And um I went there, not because I was interested in his sponsors' meetings, but in this in this one huge hangar where all of these, you could say, skiing and snowboard um manufacturers were or yeah. clothing for that, etc. Yeah. Um it was completely ridiculous because until like <laughs> 4 p.m., it was it was it was an, an kind of a conventional expo as you would imagine it, like Comic Con for skiing. Yeah, and 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 still a lot of a lot of business guys around. Funny stories. There were there were um, agents and cards. Yeah, and... there were a few um, like uh, they actually were from China, Chinese um, businessmen mm-hmm. who had a new thing. They wouldn't walk, but they had their. Um, like the segways? No, they didn't have segways. They're like the hoverboard, but the no, one they're, wheel. They're oh. um, they're 
dude, I'm missing a word here. They're cases. Like the, they're, the, the suitcases? They're, they're suitcases. That they carry around? and No, they, they, they were sitting on them, and they had an electric motor and were riding on it. The suitcase had a little motor? Yeah. Like I want these, one of those. these suitcases with, with, like with four wheels where no. you can, can plug out this. Um, you pull like a little handle out? Yeah, exactly. And if you switch the handle, it turns into, in, into, into a, a little scooter. Into, into a, like, a, like a wheel for driving. No. And you can ride on your suitcase. <gasps> and it was so funny to watch because the, I want <laughs> that. Everyone was walking and, and they were also they were, were dressed up like oh I don't know what, what business they were working in. But they were riding on their suitcases and seemed to enjoy it. But anyway... Until, I want that. Dude, I've never even seen that before. Until the afternoon, um, it was like, yeah, like a regular expo. You could imagine a lot of business going on, a lot of interest people, media, looking at new items whatsoever. But after 4 or 5 p.m., this whole hangar of this... And you can imagine this kind of... The kind of dudes and girls that hang around with like snowboard companies Do athletes i mean some athletes can really they can party down after four or five p.m this whole hangar turned into a huge party and most of the 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 companies that had their stands there had like like barrels of beer and were freshly out giving it there people were smoking in the hangar at one point from one point to another <laughs> And it was a huge party. Just That's there. awesome. And it's so weird because everything is so ridiculously huge <laughs> and has this pretty, pretty sterile, like, business character. Okay, yeah. here are new items. This is a huge market. And yeah. when you go in there, you know it, that there's a lot of money to be made oh, yeah. from these companies. But from one point to another, it's just a Just like, let's, let's go, party. let's get ripped. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I can totally imagine that, too. Like, this prestigious, yeah. sort of, like, wealthy market culture yeah. just flipping a switch at some point. It's like yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. It's yeah. like, you know, big business stocks all day and then just, like, quaaludes and coke and weed all day. Yeah, it's it's super crazy. Because it's, it's, so, it's so... And everything is so openly shown. And um, a lot of crazy things happen at these parties because in these hangars, all of the stuff they... They showcase there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of crazy stuff you could do. A lot of crazy stuff with, and like they like they, what, Mister Bachelor? Yeah, like they they build up huge pools in there to showcase new. I don't know kayak boats or whatever whatever they 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 sell. Oh, you could and actually stuff like kayak that indoors. and build up climbing walls and whatsoever. Like it's it's cr- it's super crazy. I kind of want to go, even though I'm so unathletic. <laughs> We should we should go there when it when when it um when it when it takes place the next time. Do you know when they do? Even that? even normally it's the last week and plus two days of January. Oh man, I kind of want to do next some rock year, climbing. I, I I could imagine that. I kind of want to do like a wall climbing thing. Yeah, and I'm really even, terrible. Even at if it, you're but... if you're not there for the party, just to watch is crazy. But yeah, um, that's where we we we've come a long way here. That's why I know the yeah like the the message that well like how long did you stay there for that party. Um, Did you just keep going with it and just enjoy? I think it? around midnight they kick everyone out, but it starts uh, so like you, you at got that four p.m. Like a seven-hour party window yeah. right there. Oh, that makes so much sense because then these business guys can still be in bed by one. Yeah, and, and they get can up clean up the hangar and clean it up at eight or nine in the morning. Business starts again. That's unbelievable, dude. <laughs> That's really like that insider, sort of one percenter type of like mentality a little bit yeah like here's everyone in the in the suits and the ties and like the here's my business card i'm, I'm mr yeah. johnson but then at the end they're like, like you have those guys plus all of these these 
I don't know if if you didn't ha- had so much to do with with snowboarders, but imagine like all of these surfer dudes, etc. Yeah, you also have these kind of guys because they hang around there and check what's the new snowboard of this and that company. And those guys dream. And then and then you combine those Oof. kind of surfer snowboarder dudes with the with the with the business guys. I love it. And it's I a crazy it. party. I love it, man. But I, 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 that's one thing why I'm a little bit sad, <laughs> if you could say so, that I didn't get my my vaccination shot at the at the center there, because because I really wanted to see it. You wanted to see that party again? No, no, no. I wanted to see because I only know that place from that um, certain like the uh, you mean, expo you talk- and parties there. Are you talking about like the literal inf centrum? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to see that. That's where the party was. I'm not sure if it's the same hangar where, the, oh, where it okay. happens because okay. there are multiple. Okay, I thought you meant like that's the building you no, were in. No, I, but I, I wanted to see the, the 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 vaccination center there because I only know this place from these huge expos. These crazy parties and expos. Yeah. That's same, yeah. I just knew it from this convention center. And I heard so many crazy stories like they have this infrared like temperature scanning when you get in. Is it, is it that way? Um, It's a little... Wait, you didn't go there to get your first vaccination? No, because like like I said, my... I couldn't attend my because I was sick. But what does the my second one, the there, one that you got? Um, it was uh, long story short. Um, I don't know if you've met Michi, who did um also a volunteeriat at ninety four point five. He's finished now, and his dad has a company for. Uh, I would say, as far as you've told me, I would say pretty similar to what your dad does, like work security and everything. Like like safety. At yeah, the, all the oh, safe stuff, but um, German wide. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty huge, and that's why they have an own like institutes with, with um, Germany called Betriebsärzte, okay. like like work doctors there, and these doctors because with with big companies they have their own doctors etc. Right, sure. And they yeah. can also they can also vaccinate, but the thing is why I I got the appointment there is that in the priority list of who gets vaccinations. First, you have the vaccination centers and the regular doctors, etc. And at the very end, you have these like, what's the term for it? Betriebsarzt, company doctors. I'm not sure. Company doctor, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they couldn't plan so well with their appointments because it could happen that the vaccinations that they were promised don't come the week they should, or they get uh, the, the, like they. Um, they get a track of vaccinations that they that they didn't think would come, and that's yeah. what what happened there. Like, okay. kind okay. of surprisingly, they got a lot of vaccinations, mm-hmm. and people couldn't attend their um, appointments. And so I got a call because I know him, and he got the um, the vaccination the day before, and um, so that's how I got it. And it's outside of Munich, so oh, I didn't get cool. it at the, okay. at, the, at, the, at, the, at the vaccination center, but okay. I. Like I said, I would I would have liked to see to see it, but the but you, but is it just a one and you, know, you have to have a second one at some point, yeah. right? Okay, okay. But so I also get that there. You get it there as well. Yeah, oh, they, they okay. gave That's me the shame. They gave me the second. But I it, mean, it's cool that you get yeah. it. But it's a shame you won't see this giant yeah, building. Sure. It's so crazy. Um, the, like the way that it worked there, and I even made like a little video. I think I sent it. I, I think I put it on Instagram, but uh, maybe it was just a story. But it's a really crazy situation. Like I remember you you go to the building. They have this, you know, very clear exit entrance sort of situation. You go in and you have all your paperwork with you, like your your passport, your your vaccination pass, uh, like your, yeah, 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 for, for vaccinations for everything. We call it the pass, but like your, your vaccination pass. 
and then you have um, your printed out like proof of your appointment and stuff. And you go in, and the first thing that you encounter when you see like your entrance for your shot is this crazy sort of American airport style like photography booth. Mm-hmm. You stand in front, you take your mask down, like you know, lift your hat, take your glasses off, and they take a photo of your face, uh-huh. which is really spooky. Which is really like we yeah. are watching you. Yeah. You know? But I thought like. Ah, whatever. I want the shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go through. They they didn't put like a temperature gun to my head, but I have had that done before. Um, I had that done in America at that CVS. Mm. I thought that was kind of crazy. And they also did a. The lady in America also did like a thing with my finger. She put like a little, okay. like a little, looked like a little ladybug clip on my finger, and it did like my heart rate or something. I'm not sure why they even okay. really need that. But anyway, at the at the at the center here in Munich. You take the photo and then you go through this really long like airport line and then you approach the thing and you give the paperwork and they, you know, they open it, they read, okay, that's you. Let me see you without your mask. Okay, fine. And then you go through and if you've never had your first shot, you go left and not right. And when you go left, then you're in this like enormous warehouse with thousands of people in separate waiting lines. No. And you just pick a line kind of like in the grocery store you just no. pick a line so i picked one and you wait 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 and then you get to this um booth where there's somebody behind a glass wall and they're mostly young people i saw which is pretty interesting and you give them all your stuff and they ask they ask you some questions and then they ask like you know why are you eligible why are you in this priority they like no. figure out everything that who, you are who you are and you are here because of this and then you pass through them then you're at another table where you have to fill this paperwork out and say, like, I agree that I'll get this shot and, like, you know, yeah. whatever. I won't sue you if I have sickness or something after. No. Then you take that and you take this final paperwork through another corridor. Then you go out to where where you came in. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you went left. Now you're coming out of that same left and you're going right where some people are already going. Now you're going where people are getting their second shot. So you go in there. And then you follow these lines. There's a line for AstraZeneca, which was like mm-hmm. only people over 60. Then you have this middle line, which is like BioNTech, Pfizer, and Moderna. And that's pretty open. Like anybody can walk through. And the first shot, it was really busy. So I was waiting in line for a while, got to the front. And then you're at these little closed off sort of tents and booths no. where someone was like, um, okay, sounds good. Go to number 13. You look at number 13, the doors are numbered, and you see someone kind of like waving you over. So I go down, sit in this tiny little booth, like no bigger than a bathroom, like a very small little booth. You sit down, and then um, the first interaction, actually both vaccination interactions, everything was in German, but I think I think I handled it okay. And then the, the lady was just like, you know, are you, do you know, do you have allergies to this? Are you sick with this? You know, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. Everything was cool. Gave the first shot. And the first shot, uh, well, just to finish that first story, when you leave, then you go to a waiting room, you sit there for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's really, it's like a Steven Spielberg movie. You're in this insanely huge warehouse with these perfectly evenly spaced out chairs. And you just sit and you just wait. No. But that first shot, um, and then you can leave after that. And that first shot, I felt so high. It was crazy. Yeah. And we didn't really get if maybe I just felt so elated that I finally had my shot, Mm. that maybe I just felt so happy that I had my shot. 
but I don't think that was it because we even we had we had to run chores and stuff. We had to go to no. IKEA. We had to go like pick some stuff up and like assemble some stuff. And I was just so like in such a positive, happy sort of like as if I took like a pill or something like so happy. Okay. And it was really surprising. And the next day is kind of like when you've partied the day before. So my body had like produced all this dopamine and I was like really happy and excited and adrenaline. And then the next day it was like the adverse effect, which is I felt so depressed and so empty. And so like, I didn't feel sick. I didn't want to throw up. I wasn't nauseous, but I felt kind of like, (sighs) you know, just kind of like down and like sad and like. I didn't feel anything at all. I didn't even feel my arm really. Nothing. So I, obviously, I feel my arms. You felt like that. you have arms. Mo. <laughs> I, I have arms. I have both arms. But um, because because I know it from from other vaccinations, and a lot of people had that with COVID too. Yeah. And always, it always depends on where they hit you with the needle, how they how it how it sits in the muscle. muscle my doctor threw it from across the room. <laughs> I think he's good at darts. <laughs> and uh, it it can hurt for a few days if they I don't know if they don't hit the right spot or anything. So I guess. Doctor hit it pretty smooth. And yeah. I didn't even feel that. Nothing. nothing Absolutely was... nothing. To be fair, though, I, what was funny about that second shot was that um, I was warned by everybody that the second one is like horrible. I was warned. Like my parents felt really sick. My friend Lindsay here in Munich felt really sick. Another couple of friends were like, "Hey, prepare yourself. You know, you're gonna need to. You know." Um, you're going to have to lie down, prepare yourself with snacks, get something good to watch. You're going to need to be in bed for two or three days. No. Like um, uh, like Maria's husband, Daniel, was just out, you know. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be crazy. I'm really nervous. You know, I have that week when I got that second shot, I had so many things to do. There was mm. like shows and traveling and podcasting and like all this stuff. I needed to have my voice. I needed to be, have my brain and be ready. And I was really anxious about it. And then I went in, got the shot, didn't feel high, didn't feel like good. No. It just felt normal. And then I had zero side effects. I felt nothing. That's nice. It was crazy. That's nice. Yeah, but it's also that's something that, uh, I don't know, that really annoys me is all this, um, this talk about this. And I find it so funny with rumors, etc., with stuff like that. I don't know if it's, I'm. I'm not. Don't think it's just a German thing, but um, like how how quickly people think that stuff is true. Like I heard so many people that all all told me, yeah, with um this vaccination supply, you're gonna have gonna have these and that issues. Yeah. Like with with Astra, you could have this, and with BioNTech, it's and it's after the first vaccination, and the second one is fine, and with BioNTech, it's the other way around, that it hits you so bad, and then you have people telling all kinds of stories, yeah. and people believe it, because, yeah. to be honest, we don't know anything of this. Like, okay, yeah. we've probably both heard about a few people that didn't feel good after their their yeah. second vaccination. Yeah, yeah. Which is, first of all, not so unnormal. It's not so uncommon c- for a, uncommon for, for vaccinations. Uh, compared to, to other vaccinations. Yeah. And um, and also, I don't know. I don't. What I don't. What what annoys me and what I don't get is why people feel the need to discuss so much about it. Because I'm like, okay. I really want to get the vaccination because I don't want to get COVID. Right. And I know that it could be that I might feel sick for a day or two or three or I don't know. Um, 
And if that maybe it I don't know. Maybe that's the case, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's the case, okay. Yeah. But I don't want to talk so much about it. I, that's that's what I don't get. Why people yeah. feel the need to, to talk so much and speculate so much about this vaccination is going to do that and it's going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess... Is that, when... is that similar in the US? Because that's where we started originally, talking about your US trip and how casually people get their vaccination there. I mean, I guess one thing to consider probably is that all of this is so new and uncertain for like everybody in the world no you know so like that's the you know like corona and the corona vaccine is like the one or two things that all of a sudden everybody on the planet except for existing has in common no so i for me it makes sense like everybody who's going to be taking the vaccine or who someone who knows somebody who gets sick or somebody knows somebody who no. felt bad from the vaccine or like oh which one did you get or whatever like it's the one thing that everybody can talk about so for me it makes sense that it's gonna come up and people are gonna tell stories about it and share their experience how they're doing it for me for me that's not so annoying because i can kind of get like it's also I mean, new i mean know? it yeah yeah sure sure so, so i get that but what really annoys me is how much people like the fear give about those rumors like oh yeah like as i mean like yeah, sure. It's it's. Uh, I think it's a normal thing for human. We are em, 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 empathic, um, like beings, and yeah. um, like it could make you think if a close family member or friend had problems after their vaccination, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But still, like, and that's that's all something that's so new because we discuss so much about about. <sighs> fake news and conspiracies and people right. really giving a shit about sorry about about science and stuff we as a society know yeah um and have elaborated etc yeah 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 and that's the same thing with that i guess because um sure it would also make make me think and i had it like my mom also felt super sick for two or three days after her second biontech shot yeah sure but what really annoys me is how many people after they have these conversations or hear of someone that had some issues right um like say okay then i don't want this i don't want this vaccination i want an, i want another oh, supplier yeah. or anything okay yeah that's like this that's, huge that's, yeah. i don't know if, if 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 people have heard about this in the states but this huge astra bullshit the AstraZeneca thing. The the whole thing. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I mean, the percentage <sighs> the percentage of people that felt like ill to a to a, an intense extent, or or I, I don't I, like I, maybe we can even Google it really quick. Yeah, but I think that the ratio of people that got it under sixty and the amount of people that I don't want to go as far as to say like died, but like got pretty sick from it was something like. <laughs> under 10 out of millions of people yeah like the the, the thing the thing we talk, i just i just looked for the word in english is that there were cases reported this spring of people having serious issues with thrombosis in certain veins what is thrombosis i just checked and it's in english it's thrombosis but what is thrombosis I mean, it's still a technical term. I might not know um, what that is. <laughs> is it is uh, it when your is it when your veins play a very annoying brass instrument? No, it's <laughs> like a um, how to I'm not sure how to explain this in 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 English, but when your your 
to all people who are experienced in, <laughs> in, 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 in medicine and, and, and anything. Sorry for that. I just tried to, <laughs> my best to, to break it down in English. Uh, th thrombosis, thrombosis is um, like when your blood, in your blood. Um, like blood clots. When it yeah, exactly. Ah, blood okay, clots. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Okay. Um, and it can, this can be super, and not like the, the, the typical ones you would imagine that all the people get in their, in their legs, etc. cetera. Where you have those lumps. Yeah. yeah, and where you have to wear those kind of special socks, etc. for. Yeah, yeah. But in certain veins inside your head, etc. So that's a serious thing, yeah, sure. Yeah. And there have been cases, but like you said, counted up to a million, it's been like six cases or something. Which is And just, sure, yeah. you, you, you should take that seriously, etc. etc. But what the media made out of it and what what then was the general mindset of people yeah was that like uh this is the bad vaccination they just fucked fucked it mm. up and it's just it's just not like it's just not as good as the other ones etc right and right. people and and especially the the EU mainly ordered AstraZeneca in the beginning. Right. And then for a second, and it was so, and that was because in the US now you have a situation like you described as an example, what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. What I read in the US now, the, the, the United States are at a point where they have more vaccinations than people <laughs> who want to get vaccinated. <laughs> they have more vaccines than people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And <laughs> we had that in Germany for, for a moment... Everyone needed vaccinations, right? But a lot of the of the of the vaccines that were there were AstraZeneca, and people didn't right. want it anymore. And right. I thought from the right. beginning, hey, okay, <laughs> we have to take those problems seriously. But first of all, we live in Germany, and there's also and they and they they came up pretty quick with with um, cool things to. Um, like um overwatch how you're doing after the vaccination there's a there's all there's um, like they there's, monitor you yeah there's an app for example from oh, wow. the from the german vaccination whatever mm -hmm. like an app where you can report every day how if, if you want to you don't have to download the app obviously um, how, like how you option. feel yeah. um etc and transmit that data to also Make the whole process better. Like a big database they can and see. And if, yeah. if 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 the, the 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 they see or the algorithm sees that you have certain symptoms that could be such things as a thrombosis, etc. Yeah, you immediately get a doctor contact. So you in Germany, you live in a system, in a medical system that really works good. So if yeah. anything happens and you don't feel good, you can find help. You can tell quickly. them and they can help you. Second, yeah. AstraZeneca was like. That's what I think. It was developed in Oxford, one of the world's best equipped medical facilities, universities yeah. in the world. Yeah. It has been checked by several independent um, institutions. Yeah. They have vaccinated Angela Merkel with it, like yeah. the chancellor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and th that was one of the one of the the the, the 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 like symbolic things they did to promote AstraZeneca because the people didn't want it. Sure, to, yeah, to sure. vaccinate Angela Merkel with it. Yeah, um, and that's something that really an, an annoyed annoys me at times. Like out of all these talks about what this vaccination might do, etc., and we're not even talking about the conspiracy. Like 
builds gonna chip us all he said all that stuff right that's that's the next level yeah but but starting with like people being concerned i I don't want that i I, i'd rather take a a biontech or something because or or even just like avoid the vaccination from a young perspective yeah yeah like and i'm and i'm pretty privileged and i i still get in my in my how i feel got vaccinated pretty early yeah but there's so many young people who are definitely the younger generations are in Germany the biggest one of the biggest losers of this pandemic um and who are waiting to get vaccinated and the people who can get vaccinated to protect us all say mm, but i don't want that astra thing but dude i think it's bigger than that i think it's bigger than just saying i don't want astrazeneca but instead like i know people i know i know people in munich who are between 21 and 30 who have more than more than one maybe even three but like more than one current and consistent opportunities to be vaccinated through mm-hmm. employment through relationship through circumstance and they this i mean i know them well and as people i know they don't want to take any vaccine that's the next level because they have this they have this fear this like this paranoia of i don't want to get vaccinated because one a common theme that's repeated a lot in the conversations i have with them is um i don't think there's enough research done about Mm -hmm. them two um what about women what about um like what if it lowers fertility down the road like in a few years what if it makes it harder for people to have Dude, children fertility so, sorry down in, in th- 3 to 4 years if you don't make it that far because you die of covid well that's but the thing we to, don't have to get to even that discussion sorry go no on. no sure but i mean like like the, there's there's like itsy bitsy tiny little aspects yeah. and like the thing is when i talk to these people i try to stay very calm and just and just ask like it never works for me to get confrontational because one, I never have enough information and two, I always crack first, but two, to like to, to always just ask like, well, what do you mean by that? Why do you think that way? Try to find the points that I can connect to. And when they say things like, um, I'm scared that we don't know enough things about it and that it may be in a few years, it makes it really hard for us to, um, have babies you know, there's little things about that that I can say, okay, you know, I know people that have struggled really, 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 really hard to have kids. And I get that concern. But there's also this other more logical part of me that's like, but wouldn't you, I mean, first off, isn't there plenty of research? Do you think Germany's going to give you fucking chocolate candy no. as as a vaccination? And then two, um, <laughs> for me it's already it's already like a deal breaker germany germany as like the most rule consistent country i've ever known no. would not just give you something they're like mm, i don't know about <laughs> <Let's> you know? <laughs> see. and the second thing the big factor for me is like don't you care about other people yeah because it's not about you and about like oh i don't want to get it because i don't want to feel sick or like i don't want to I, I don't know how it's going to react with me and uh, maybe someone had an adverse reaction to a vaccination to the flu or, or mumps or whatever when they, when they were a kid and they had they were in the hospital for a couple of days. It's like, yeah, but you're fine and you're almost 30 and wouldn't you rather not kill other people? Yeah. Like, where's the where's the understanding that this yeah. this pandemic is not about 
you. Yeah. Where is that? But Where that's is that. But that's but that's but that's also the thing um with with people like having these bullshit discussions about which which vaccination supplier they like or rather not. Yeah. It's like how privileged we all are here. Dude, have the choice. Dude, to have the choice at all. What's wrong with people? That's I mean, crazy. To, to get that's to that point, point, that's that's the first point. That's also why because I, I talked a lot about because when I had to cancel my first appointment for vaccination, I had to go to the doctor to get an, a test for the vaccination center because it is shitty if you cancel because I I woke I I would have had the appointment at nine and I woke up at five in the morning feeling super sick. Right. And so it is shitty for, for, for them if you cancel your appointment that um that showed ahead. Because they can't replace the shot. Yeah, right? and they all and they already like took the the vaccines from the freezer, etc. Like right, there is right. a dose reserved for you, etc. Right. And so if you don't go, you should bring an a test because otherwise they're probably gonna kick you out of the system. Oof. Okay. Yeah, which, which I totally get because sense, yeah. because you don't want to waste. They don't any want lazy people to. Yeah. You you do you don't want to want to want to. We're already short of, of of vaccines. You don't want to waste any. Right. So I I get that. And so I got to the doctor, and she was looking right at me because I asked her for the test, and she was like, "How come you at your age have an appointment?" And I and I felt kind of guilty, and I had a lot of discussions about with people around my age get the vaccination and kind of feel felt a certain form of shame like yeah i know i'm young and i'm already mm -hmm. vaccinated i'm I, i'm sorry for it basically oh man that's, a that's kind a bad, of mindset that's a bad mentality. and i and i and i pretty early got to a point where i thought like yeah i don't want to like i don't want to because you already had people who made fake um like who 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 who, who lied in these form formulas etc to get to get this to get early vaccination i, I don't want to be 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 one of those people right but i also don't want to feel guilty when when i get it because the, i do it you, for they, everybody yeah like and you every did person yeah that is being vaccinated helps the society and it wasn't really even your choice to qualify yeah. it wasn't like you said i gotta qualify what can i do it was like no. your job and your situation qualified you so you're one of the lucky ones no you know and if they ask you why are you doing it, it was like i got lucky yeah. and then know? i think it would be even more dumb to not use to not chance. do it yeah. exactly um exactly. so that's 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 the first first point and i totally go with you like this that's a beautiful sentence. This pandemic is not about you. Um, and the second thing, and that's also the, the the thing with 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 Astra. Just do the math, and there have been professionals doing the math. Like the percentage, no matter who you are, if you're old and and had certain chronic uh, yeah. issues with with any disease or or or, or young and fit, whatever. In any way, the percentage of you dying of COVID is so much higher than having issues with this thrombosis. Right, right. Um, Which should say plenty because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have to get the vaccine because the, the, the chances of getting COVID or whatever are like less than getting the flu. Well, if the chances of getting the flu are higher than COVID and the chances of getting uh, blood clots is less than COVID, doesn't that do the math for you? Is yeah. that like point zero 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 one percent? You know, like yeah. It's... And and then and then you and then you're at the point of research. Like, right. We don't have enough research about COVID mm -hmm. to to say, okay, I'm young and fit. I'm not gonna have problems. And there have been I'm cases so tired of, of people of so people tired. dying completely. Dude, fit. Olympic athletes, yeah. Olympic athletes, bedridden yeah. and dying. Yeah. From this from this virus because it's so unbelievably it's it's first off it's so unpredictable, and it's so it's so hard to 
Like the only thing we, the only protect, the only like thin wall of protection that we have against this unknown thing that's affected the entire planet is this vaccination. No. And I'm so tired of people saying, you know, why would you need to get it? Why would I need to get it? Who, who's so worried about it? I'm young and fit. Dude, they're <laughs> Olympic athletes got it. No. And one in particular, some very young fit, I think 31 year old swimmer died. No. Gold medal. No. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I realized that, that, um, it's crazy. Freddie Toots Hibbert died of COVID last September, and that made me pretty sad. Who was that? Uh, the, the singer of Toots and the Maytals. Oh, really? He died of COVID? Yeah. Dude, John Prine died of COVID, no. but he was quite old and a cancer survivor. And, and one thing about the research, what I found pretty interesting, what a, what a doctor told me who works at um, LMU Klinikum, so basically the, the, like the, the research um, clinic slash hospital of the, the university here. Yeah. Is that, yeah, people say there has not been enough research about the vaccination, but what she told me is what most people don't get. Yeah. There has never been nearly so much budget for research as for COVID. Oh, sure. Because it has sure. been, been this one thing, this pandemic that hit all of the world. So yeah. everyone had an interest. In fixing it. To, to, to get their money there and fixing it, probably also at some point making a business out of it. Next thing. Sure. But... Like there hasn't for 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 any vaccination there has never been so much budget at the same time for research. Right. So yeah, sure they don't have the like the long time research over years, etc. Right. But they can't do anything about that. Right. But for what they they could have done within this short period of time, they never had the possibilities as they had now. And I think like that's what I what, yeah. I, what I also also didn't realize before. I think the speed in which the vaccinations came out probably does scare some people because they think that the government might have just thrown thrown Windex and uh, you no. know whatever protein powder into a jar and said like this is going to fix you. No. But in fact, it's really what you're saying, which is that there's never been enough budget and attention to one problem mm. as much as there was to this. Imagine if they put that towards like climate mm. control or something. And then, and and and, that, and that's the thing. And I, I don't want to get too deep in this too discussion because I don't feel comfortable and I don't I'm don't I really know too less about it, but. You often hear discussions about, for example, like AIDS, that there are doctors saying, okay, we could have been, or we could be so much farther. We, we probably already could have eliminated AIDS if we would have the budget the and same the amount interest of, yeah. of the industry, yeah. um, even before COVID, but right. we, we don't get it. Right. And now um, they have all yeah. the money they need. And I don't do want to get too deep into that because I, I really, <laughs> I mean, don't know so much about this, it. And yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's, it's us to, 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 to lead these kind of discussions without any expert. But, um, but reverse that. Like now, there has been all of that budget, right? And, um, yeah, it's interesting. But, but, um, I still find it find it funny that, um, yeah. So, in the States, yeah. you can get vaccinated so casually in any mall or... <laughs> I was going to say, like, long story short, I saw this guy. <laughs> he got the vaccine, like, whatever. <laughs> That's crazy. And, really and here it's such a, such, a, such a hype. Yeah, totally. Um, what's, the, what's the time we're at right now? 102. 102. Okay, cool. We, we, can, we can wrap it up soon and then we, we should probably um, play some music. But uh, Yeah, I think that we can talk about that. Yeah, sure. 
we're gonna play a show this Saturday. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's right. That comes out this week. Um. Yeah, this Saturday at the was it Theresienwiese at the Theresienwiese. Riesel's Kulturgarten. That's it. That's it. Or uh, Kre uh, Kre Kreativgarten. Kreativgarten. That's Kreativgarten. it. Kreativgarten. Yeah. Um, Have you ever been to a creative there, garden? There's music like the whole day. <laughs> no, I can't imagine. <laughs> I think the flowers are all painted different colors and stuff. But there's uh, music the whole day from two o'clock on. And we have the, you know, very gracefully, we have the, or gratefully, we have the headline slot. At, when does it start? We haven't talked about that. We play around nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah, like 8.45, 9 will start. And the because the whole thing has to end at 10, and they gave us like a 60-minute slot. So, nice. Um, probably just before 9, we'll, we'll play. So if you uh, are in the Munich area and you're a fan of the show, you should come down to the Theresian Visa, and um, it's free entry. It's a free show. Come by, have a few beers, and maybe see your first concert since the pandemic. It's the first one I've played in like 18 months. Dude. Pretty spooked about it. It's but. the first I played since... Our last gig as a band, which was in early November 19. Early November 19. And what's yeah. funny about it, or what we probably can tell people, is that this happened super spontaneously. Because yeah. we talked about probably there is going to be a show, but it's pretty short in July. Yeah. And then we'll see. And, and we then, still yeah. hope probably for a tour next year for the album. Or I don't know. I don't so, even know. So we, we, it was in our minds that, okay... Or at least it was in my mind, okay, probably at some point you should start practicing because it could be... Something could happen. Over the summer, in the direction of, 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 of this fall, it could be that we play our first concerts. And then, yeah. and that's the funny thing, you, you sent me a text message last week and just wrote, hey, how does the evening of the 26th look for you? And I first thought you meant an Arsifarts immigrant recording. I was like... Damn, that's a Saturday. I'm not sure if I... <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, I don't know. And I, I didn't really answer it. Then you, you wrote me again. Yeah, Mark can do... And Mark's a drummer, can do it. Can you do it? And I was like, ah... That's so, so you wanna, that so, I did so, specify. So you want to rehearse on that uh, day for the first time. Nice. Yeah, I'm in. No. It's a show. <laughs> I should have really, it's eight days. I should have prefaced that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think that I didn't. I, I think my open thing was just like, are you free that night? But I should have said like, yo, there's a concert. Can you play it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's crazy. It came really, it came really suddenly. Like, you know, you, you mentioned there was this, I've talked about it a couple of times, but there's like this show in July and it was always up in the air again, like that last show would it be with band or solo? And now it's like this short set with solo and there's like this interview and it's a Nuremberg and, and whatever. And I thought, okay, this would be cool. Like a nice little entryway back into the concert scene. And then all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, I get this, um, I get this text. I had, I was, there's like two days before I left America. No. I got this text from a stranger in German that was saying like, Hey, uh, don't worry. I'm, <laughs> it's funny. They were like, don't worry. I'm not some crazy fan, which is a great way to start off <laughs> a text message to us. Pro probably, probably the person has seen the, the, the video episode with Georgie Fisher. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. So it was like, it was like, Hey, it's been kind for fun. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, but they were, they were really nice. And they basically said like, would you want to play a gig? And I just copied and pasted that to my booking guy and was like, let's find out what they want. And yeah, it's this person who runs this beer garden and Theresienwiese visa here in Munich, and 
It seems like a cool, chill, free entry. It might even be more of just like a background chill thing, which is cool for me. Because no, 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 no. no. Ha- haven't you? You checked about the whole organization and stuff? I just saw the website. I did a little bit of research and it's kind of an artist and normally they do more like like um electronic music and stuff. Mm. It's a form of collective and they have to spot a Theresenwiese. Like they start this Monday and it's gonna be a show every day until July twenty second. I saw that it's a lot of bands playing. And it's yeah. um yeah, it, it it's this kind of beer garden setup and stuff. But as far as I got it, it's like it is still about the art and the the music that happens there. So That's we're not cool. we're not just some some I don't know beer garden band that entertains people that drink their humongously big beers there and <laughs> and eat a, eat a breze, But um, it actually is a concert. That's cool. There's a few. I think I have it here. I think it's probably a nice thing to do to mention who else is playing. Yeah, we have... Henny so, Hats, I saw. I, she's place. not playing the same day, though. No, no she's but she, she plays there. Crazy. And I found out, and I that's how I found out that she did, still plays music. I know that she moved to Mannheim. Okay. But I don't know I don't know if she moved back or not. Um, so yeah, June 26, 2021, starting at 2 p.m., there's Aliz, A-L-I-Z-Z, Deep World. Then there's a band called... Bjorn just what I th- wait a second I'm uh-huh. not sure if those are bands and if there are any co- other concerts than us it's, well whatever it is starts at 2 p.m. Yeah. there's no backline so I figured it was either DJs but it, but or bands but it's not only bands it's also like 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 comedy and oh. uh, like like visual artists showing their stuff etc oh you know what you're right because it's like three names and then it says concert Instead Jordan Prince oh you're right so at least so I think we actually uh-huh. are the only music act Oh, that makes okay. That changes things then. So it might be the only music then. So yeah. Elise Deep World. Are we still the headliner? In any, just, in any case. <laughs> Sam Goku, Sam Goku, and then us. Yeah, crazy. But I'm excited about it. I'm nervous about it. And if you're around, if you have a friend who's around and they want to see a concert, tell them to tell them to come on by. Um, but I'll just I'll just end with this last story, which was uh, from that test I was taking at that yeah. CVS. I remember. I met this very, very, very nice, sweet, funny lady, and she she tested this thing with my finger, and then she did the fever thing with my head, and then she did my nose swab, and then she was like, "Just hang around for a few minutes. We're gonna give you this, um, gonna give you this uh, results." And I said, "Okay, cool." So then I waited around, and within this time frame, a lot of crazy things happened. Like I was just walking around the store. Some guy comes up to me and was like, "Hey, man, I just gotta tell you, like, I'm really like, I, like, I'm telling the truth, which is a great way to start off anything. He's no. like, I'm telling the truth, I promise. But like, my car, like, I'm locked out of it, and my friend is like, I can't, hey, something, something, I can't get into it. I need sixty dollars. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what about me? Like, <laughs> screaming sixty dollars to you? And I was like, I'm really sorry, I just don't have that. And then he storms out of the building, and then I go up to a lady at the at the door and I was like did you see that guy because I wanted to see if he actually was telling the truth but he no. wasn't of course and she was like what what happened did he steal something I was like no he asked me for $60 and then this other guy who's walking out he's putting his airpods back in and he goes yeah. he asked me the same thing <laughs> and I told them both I was like he should have just asked everybody for like $2 and they were like yeah why didn't he just ask everybody for $2 <laughs> and then I, and then finally they were like Mr. Prince and I went back to the room and the lady was like, uh, your results are going to be here soon. My my colleague is bringing it over from the printer. And I was like, well, can you tell me what it is? And the lady goes, 
well, I'm really not supposed to tell people what the results are before they get the paperwork. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. And she goes, but... And I went, what is it? What is it? What is it? And she goes, I mean, it's it's negative, but I just, I'm not sure, I'm not supposed to bring it, I'm not supposed to tell you. And I was like, you can't do that. You can't just hold that suspense on me. I think she But that's funny, it, talking about, um, to, to, to round that up, because you said um, regarding vaccination, like in Germany, you would imagine there are a lot of rules for everything. And now you tell me that they are not allowed in the US to tell the results before they get the paperwork. You know what my experience was at one of these test centers around here? What's that? That they just shout out your last name and your result out of the window. <laughs> Bartscheider! Bartscheider! Ne Negative! <laughs> and then you move on. Dude. And you get the paperwork afterwards. <laughs> Imagine if it's if it's like, uh, like Müller... Positive. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! I don't think they they shout the the the, the to avoid any panic to to. <laughs> so I was like, but oh, still, that's me. <laughs> but still, I, I find it pretty funny that you tell me in the US they they're not allowed to tell people, and here they just shout it out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she still did though, you know. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh man, there was um, a, a lot of COVID-related stuff. I guess next week. Well, next week we'll have played ooh. the show. Next week, we will have played the show, and we will have a guest again. And, and we'll have our new video episode. We're going to have a new video, video episode. Yeah. There have been some changes about the studio. I will tell you off the air, and people are oh. going to see next week, I would say. Oh, man. How much has changed since I've been gone? It was eight days. <laughs> it was eight days. God. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for listening, and this was super fun to be with you on the show again, and we'll be back next week with a video episode, and again, if you're around... Saturday, June 26th. Come hang out at the Theresian Visa. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. What a wonderful episode. If you enjoyed today's episode and you like our show, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us a subscription or a review or a comment. It really helps new listeners find our show. You can also follow us on Instagram at Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. We're also now on Facebook and on YouTube. And on Twitter at Fartsy Artsy, no, at Artsy Fartsy Pod. <laughs> we changed it at Artsy Fartsy Pod. <laughs> Woo! So, uh, yes, and if you want to financially support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Jordan Prince and where you can submit for as low as $3 a month some money to help us get this show bigger and better just for you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Look out, baby, the Saints are coming. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.